What is up, guys? Welcome back to Fit Body Secrets, where my mission is to bring you guys inspiration, motivation, and a ton of tips to help you guys on your fitness journey. And it is Tuesday. We are two days out from Thanksgiving, if that. And I'm going to be honest, I've taken this week off from work, um, mostly because my doctor had recommended that, well, my doctor had actually told me he was going to give me a doctor's note to take a week off from work. And I'm like, well, you're talking to the boss. So the boss has to say she's taking the week off. And it's actually been, it's only Tuesday. Um, and as much as I'm taking time off, um, it's, it's been, it's, I have a hard time just not working, uh, but I haven't been, and I've really been trying to be mindful of not being on my computer, but I love podcasting and I didn't want to not podcast today, especially when I have a lot of thoughts, especially around the holiday season and everything and, and wanted to give you guys a little bit of an update like I have been doing um, on what's going on with me and um, all that good stuff. So first and foremost, let's go ahead and get into the update on me. It is, I don't even know how many weeks ago I was in the hospital. Um, finally finished, I think the majority of all the testing that I have to get done. And I'm going to be honest, uh, this has been the first week where I'm actually waking up again, feeling like myself, meaning I don't feel so sluggish in the morning, which has been like my biggest complaint is that you know, years ago, I used to be the kind of person that could get up, um, have something to eat and then go to the gym and work out. And I haven't been able to do that for years because I just have felt so fatigued in the morning. Um, and that's where like, I feel like people think that these types of things just happen suddenly. And this has been years of coming on. And uh, both yesterday and today, I feel like I'm kind of getting a little bit more alert in the morning. And, you know, I'm going to be honest, I, I'm, I'm really struggling a lot um, with the way I feel about myself. Um, you know, just because I've, I've regressed a lot and things that used to feel easy to me are feeling really difficult. And, and that's really hard. Like it's, it's, it starts to make me think so far in the future, uh, about where I want to be. And it, it makes it hard for me to stay present. And, and I, I share that because I feel like a lot of people struggle with that. Um, especially in a fat loss journey, you know, you're focusing on, you know, maybe having a, a tough day or things just feel like they're moving so slow and you think about how far you have to go and you're like wondering if like it's even worth it. Like, and it's, it's kind of where my mind has been and it's really hard to like not let those thoughts dictate my actions. Um, but I also have to recognize what I tell myself in these times is, well, just giving up isn't going to solve the problem. It's not going to make me feel any better. So why not just do what I can? And it's kind of been a matter of like lowering some expectations and, and not worrying about things. And I think that the biggest thing that I'm feeling is I just miss being able to do CrossFit, like just being able to do a 21, 15, nine, um, workout and like have a good time with it and feel good. And I haven't really been able to do that, you know, training around injuries, training around my mental health, physical health has just been tough. So Anyways, this week I'm, I'm taking it easy, um, not working, uh, trying to get off the computer because a lot of what I'm dealing with is just central nervous system, just overload. Um, my adrenals are essentially tanked, so work stuff is also hard. In fact, I've found it very hard to work at all um, this week. Is Even if I wanted to work, I don't think that I mentally have the, the bandwidth to put in what I would like to. And it's hard because I have all the thoughts up here. And and as I get rest, I always start thinking more about things I want to do. So really just trying to take this week to be mindful, which everybody should be doing. I mean, if you guys have a short week this week, 
it's okay to like slow down a little bit and just, you know, be like, you know what, I don't like have to do a million things. And, and maybe you have like a bunch of family coming into town, like I do. Um, and you're starting to feel this pressure about that. Like remove the pressure. Like I, I've kind of told myself the same thing is like, I was starting to feel pressure about having everything perfect. And that was only creating more stress in a week where I'm like supposed to be, you know, de-stressing. So, um, just be okay with just like being a little bit less stressed and like moving a little slower this week. That's what I'm doing. And you know, that's why it's only eight 30 and I'm already talking on my podcast, but I'm kind of rambling now. I, I want to talk today about commitment. Um, I think commitment is something that, um, we all struggle with in, in all areas of our life, especially when it comes to personal development, self-improvements and things like that. Even, even with my journey right now, um, I am committed to putting on about 10 pounds, give or take. And, you know, just like you guys often might be looking to lose 10 to 15 pounds. It's a commitment when you're going after a goal that's going to require some lifestyle changes, some uncomfortable decisions, and maybe even some uncomfortable feelings. And it's really easy to just, you know, know that, the comfort zone is there, right? You don't have to do anything. You know, you don't have to lose 10 pounds. You don't have to lose 20 pounds. I don't have to gain 10 pounds. I don't have to gain 20 pounds. It's a desire because something that we are currently experiencing is leading us to believe that if we do achieve that goal, that there's going to be something better on the other side. And, and that's what you guys have to really remind yourself of when it comes down to commitment is what am I actually committing to? Like, what do I actually want at the end of all of this? Because the end of all of this is, is the goal, but this is where people tend to kind of struggle with commitment. Okay. So today's episode, I'm going to be talking a lot about commitment. A lot of the reasons why people struggle with commitment, uh, ways to get more committed specifically in your nutrition journey, and hopefully set you guys up for success. Now I'm going to be honest, it's the week of Thanksgiving and I doubt anybody is thinking about their commitment to their nutrition this week. And in in reality, the the commitments this week should be to enjoying yourself and recognizing that the diet you have is one that should be sustainable enough to incorporate a Thanksgiving meal or a Christmas meal or, you know, tasting some fun foods before you serve them. Like that's all part of the experience of the holidays. And, uh, you know, I actually was going to talk a little bit about how food is not just fuel, right? Like food is not just fuel. Uh, but I could save that for another episode and maybe I'll record another episode this week. So anyways, let's talk a little bit about commitment. So let's talk about what commitment actually is. All right. And I didn't like define it. I'm not going to define it. I'm not going to go pull up a dictionary. Like commitment is actually saying, Hey, I've got this goal and I've got to take these action steps to achieve this goal. And commitment is your ability to essentially follow through with those action steps to see the end result of them. And I think that what a lot of people assume commitment is, is that it's always going to be perfect. Like if you tell yourself, I'm going to commit to tracking my macros for the next six months, and I'm going to be perfect at this, like expectations are you're committing to this perfect macro tracking. And, and the reality is no, you're committed to being consistent at this habit. And it's really about, getting the majority rules in your favor, because that's, what's going to create the results. So commitment is really understanding that like you have to commit to a process to achieve a goal, but it's letting go of the need to be perfect and thinking that everything is always going to fall into line and that you're not going to have to pivot at some points and, and make some changes. 
commitment is also understanding that sometimes the best laid plan might have to change and, and you might have to, you know, do something a little bit differently halfway through. That's also part of the commitment is like, you know, usually the way people start a journey isn't the way they end it. In fact, especially in nutrition. I mean, think about it this way. If you are currently living on a standard American diet and you're, you know, eating fast food, you're drinking Mountain Dew, you're, you know, having whatever you want to eat, not thinking about protein, and you simply make the commitment to stop drinking soda, right? You're going to see some changes and you're likely going to lose a bit of weight. And then now you're like, all right, cool. Now, now maybe you decide you're going to stop, you know, eating fast food at lunch. You're going to start packing a salad for lunch. You lose a little bit more weight, right? And then now you're like packing a lunch and you're no, no longer drinking soda. Now you're going to start to have protein at every meal. Okay. Like, so now you're like slowly changing. So you're committing to obviously these small changes, but over time they have to change. The end goal is you're committed to seeing yourself change. You want to see this transformation happen. So why do we struggle with commitment? Okay. Why do we really struggle with commitment? I think it comes down to a number of things. Number one is not really, well, the big one is it's, I'm not going to go into this, but I'll go into this later. I think the number one reason we fail to, we fear, we have a problem with commitment is fear. We fear, is this really going to work for us? Is, is, am I really going to achieve this goal? Or we also fear, uh, like a feeling of like sacrifice of letting go of, you know, am I going to be able to let go? Do I really want to let go of these behaviors? Am I really ready to part with these things? Um, can I, can I uphold these new standards for myself? And living in this fear often keeps people back from committing. I think that part two of, of why we struggle with commitment is understand that the fear also comes um, out of a fear of too much effort. And in nutrition specifically, people go wrong with this because they often try to look for the quickest way to lose weight or they fall trap into, you know, social media marketing, telling them, you know, all these different things that they have to do to lose weight. And really they don't have to do those things. And then they feel like a failure because the effort is so hard, they can't maintain it. And, and now they can't stay committed. So they don't ever really commit to the plan because it's just too difficult. And then this kind of goes into number three that I wrote down, which is just ignorance, not knowing what you don't know. Um, you know, you're, you might be very committed to losing weight, but don't really have the right plan or strategy in place for you to do that. And, and that's why I wanted to really talk about with nutrition in general, because I think that a lot of my followers out there a lot of you guys are really consistent in the gym. You know, a lot of you guys do go to the gym four to six days a week, primarily doing CrossFit, or you're doing some kind of a functional fitness, weightlifting, whatever it is. And it's really the lack of commitment to finding that nutrition strategy that matches it, that you can actually stick to long enough to see changes, you know, and it's, it's easy because in the gym, you know, you're committed to the gym because you get more than just the benefit of like, how is my body changing? It's Okay. I go to the gym because I also connect with other people. I go to the gym because I like the way it makes me feel. Um, I leave feeling energized. I like to go to the gym because I like being able to lift heavier weights. I get excited about that. You know, so it makes it easy for you to commit to those things. And I think that in nutrition, you know, when it comes to commitment to a nutrition program, when people are solely focused on the commitment to the end goal of like fat loss, it often steals them from committing to something that's enjoyable. 
And, and this is why I bring up uh, training because when you first signed up for the gym, you likely had a goal. And over time, that goal kind of like no longer is your reason for going to the gym. And nutrition, in an essence, should eventually start to look like that. It should start to end up being just something you do. And it's not really a big, de big deal. In fact, I'm, I made an Instagram post today. And it said something like, if I remember correctly, um, you know, most CrossFitters stress about missing a day of the gym. Like they're like, oh my God, I missed the day of the gym. I'm losing so much progress. Yet they fail to even think about how many days they missed following in their nutrition program because it's, it doesn't feel the same, right? They skip a day in, on their nutrition program. They don't like feel any different. You know, they're not, they're not chasing the feeling that food gives them. You know, you have a nutrition program that works for you when you feel that same way about missing out on it. In fact, for me, in a lot of ways, I look forward to the food that I eat. So sometimes when I am out of my routine, I'm like, oh, I cannot wait to get back to my normal food. Like that's how you should feel if you're on a nutrition program that's actually going to be effective. And, and this is where people really, really struggle. So kind of recapping, why do we struggle with commitment? Usually it's fear. Um, a lot of times it's effort. And then sometimes it's ignorance. Now, when, I, when I'm talking specifically about you guys that are looking to commit to a nutrition plan, most people when they're committing to a nutrition plan are goal focused. They want to lose body fat. They want to perform better in the gym. They are maybe even experiencing some health things. So like I'm experiencing right now, maybe your like hormones are out of whack. Maybe your metabolism's out of whack. Maybe you're low on energy. Maybe you're having like inconsistent hunger and appetite cues or hunger and cravings. Maybe there's a, a multiple reasons why you know that like you should be dialing in your nutrition. Okay. But here's the one tip I'm going to give you guys when it comes to committing to a goal. Once you commit to the goal, you have to forget about the goal. Meaning it doesn't mean that the goal doesn't matter. If you're always focusing on the goal, it's going to likely steal the focus on your commitment to the action steps. And I see this often in people that are struggling with weight loss because they want the weight to go down and every single day they're measuring every action they do on whether or not it's causing that weight to go down. And this is also why even if they do lose the weight, it's hard to maintain because they burn out. The goal is no longer there. So they're like, well, why do this anymore? And then slowly the weight gain comes back on. So once you've committed to the goal of, hey, I want to lose 10, 15, 20 pounds, whatever it is, 50 pounds, you have to have that goal like written down somewhere. And you want to have some benchmarks for like obviously measuring progress. But once you've got the goal set, your focus is no longer on the goal. Your focus is really on four things, okay? First thing is we've got to come up with a plan. And this is where your nutrition strategy has got to be your focus. And those of you guys looking at the new year, which is likely when most people are hopefully going to be kind of resetting. And, and I honestly, I'm going to be honest, guys, I have no problem with people resetting in the new year. I think that it's a great strategy but I think that a better strategy is also making sure that you're setting yourself up for success by finishing off the end of this year, looking at putting the motions in place, making sure that you are building good, strong habits because the holiday season comes up every single year. So it's okay to not be wanting to be in a calorie deficit while you're also wanting to enjoy your Thanksgiving dinner, but knowing how to build healthy habits and healthy lifestyle changes is something that you should be working on right now to set yourself up for success in the new year, because 
you're going to have other things that come up next year, right? It might not be Christmas or Thanksgiving, but it might be a spring break or it might be a, a summer vacation or whatever it is, or a holiday, you know, or anniversary. So, um, so as I'm saying, first thing is now that you've got your goal set, you've got to start making commitments to the action steps. And the first one is a plan. Okay. So if your plan right now is I'm going to start my journey on January 1st, you should already be looking at that plan and putting the wheels in motion to get yourself ready for that. But what do most people do? It's December 31st and they're going to clean out their food, uh, their, their pantry on January 1st. They're going to remove all of these foods and they're going to follow this super strict diet for the next 20 or 30 days. And then they're going to fizzle out. Right. So that's not really a plan. That's literally just that's taking an impulsive action and and impulsive actions. If you've ever taken impulsive actions, usually don't produce produce long term results. They usually produce short term gratification. You know, like speaking of food, it's four o'clock in the afternoon and you have this snack plan, but you see this jar of candy to your right. And you're like, oh, impulse decision is I'm going to have the candy, you know, like that's impulsive decisions, which likely doesn't really make, you know, serve you. Right. So it's the same thing here with your plan. You've got to start to be looking at building a nutrition plan that works for you. How do you know or how do we build a solid nutrition plan to ensure that you are going to be able to maintain your results? Well, I'm going to kind of go into that towards the end of this episode, because it is what I do, obviously. And if you guys want help building out a solid nutrition plan, please shoot me a DM or a message. You can also email me. I'll put my information in the show notes as well. So number one is we've got to have a plan. Uh, The plan that you follow needs to be sustainable. So you have to be able to think about beyond just the first couple of weeks. You got to be thinking about, you know, how much time is this going to require of me? Um, Is it something that fits into my lifestyle with how busy I am or how much time I have on my hands? Um, is it something that's actually going to be enjoyable for me to, to follow or is it going to be really hard for me to be able to enjoy myself? So we want to make sure that plan is all including those things. Next thing is we want to make sure that we are building a process and a system, okay, or a system. So this is where people also run into an issue. Okay, so a client, uh, I'll have clients that are like tr- struggling with like just being consistent with food diary. And they're like, I just got to start tracking my food. Well, yeah, we know you got to start tracking your food, but that's not creating a plan or a system to put in place for you to track your food. That's literally just telling yourself, just do it. Like just, it's like telling somebody that, you know, can't do a muscle up to just go do a muscle up, like just go do a muscle up. And you're you're like looking at them like they have two hands. Like if you've never been up on the rings before, you likely should probably have a strategy to progress you to that. Right. So you have to have a process and a system and this process in the system has to be something that you create it. There's no, all of my clients have very different nutrition plans and, and strategies and their meal prep looks different and their lifestyles look different. Everything looks different, but you've got to create a system that works for you. And in the beginning, that's going to feel like effort. Like it's, it's not going to be easy to recognize. Yeah. It's easy just to stay the same. You're likely comfortable doing what you're doing. You might have to put a little bit of work and effort into changing some habits, into changing some of your systems to produce something different. Okay. So we've got to get a process and a system in place that you can actually stick to. The next thing that we need is measurability. And we want to be measuring a couple of things, right? So as I mentioned, it's not that we're not going to be thinking about the goal. We're just not focusing on it anymore. We've got the goal set. And now we're thinking about, all right, we've got to to put some benchmarks out there to be able to measure progress to ensure that what we're doing 
is actually getting us results, right? So we want to have some way to measure results. So that's going to obviously look like tracking your weight. We're tracking your food. Um, we're tracking how you're feeling. We're tracking photos. We're doing a bunch of things to ensure that like you've got some metrics to try to track and, and track progress, but we're also tracking your effort. Okay. So as I mentioned, one of the main reasons why people fail to stay committed is the amount of effort that they're putting themselves uh, or that they're putting themselves through. It's just too much to handle. And when things get too much to handle, it's easy to just say, I can't do this right now. And then they just don't do anything. So it's understanding how to find the way to pivot when effort does become a little bit too much and change direction and not thinking that like that's going to set you back. In fact, a lot of times that's kind of like a deload week in training. It's going to hopefully re-energize you a little bit and then bring you back up to speed. So for instance, like this week, you know, I'm taking this week off from work. Also a great week for me to take a week off. My clients don't really need to be worried about their fucking macros this week, right? Like if their days, they're probably going to be consistent because my clients are awesome. And then, you know, maybe the one or two days where they're with their friends, they're, they're going to be off. I'm not going to be making macro adjustments and telling them to like cut their calories on Thanksgiving day. You know? So I think that knowing that some weeks it's okay to not push so hard and knowing that that likely is going to re-energize you and, and kind of make you feel better about the weeks to come. So you got to have some measurability on progress, but also on your effort. And so this is where I track things like biofeedback, you know, mental motivation, you know, mood, all that kind of stuff matters along with the other stuff like energy levels, digestion, but we want to be able to measure your effort. Okay. And as I already kind of mentioned, mentioned when I talked about the plan and the process is it has to be sustainable and sustainability isn't just, okay, I can sustain this while I'm losing weight. It's, it's understanding that the strategy to lose fat is simple. It's the other things that have to all come together to maintain it that can be more complicated. And that's where you have to make sure that as you're making those changes that you're actually able to sustain them long-term. And this is kind of where I want to take this episode now. So if you're struggling with commitment, okay, you're commi you're having a really hard time committing to a nutrition program, okay? Again, recapping, it likely has a lot to do with fear, fear of what you're letting go of and sacrifice, fear of not achieving a goal and putting effort in, um, number two is effort. It's too hard and you can't make, maintain it. So it makes it hard to commit to. And then three is ignorance, not knowing what you, what you don't know. And then as I'm reca recapping what we have to do when we are trying to commit to a goal is we have to actually commit to the goal and then not think about the goal. And instead we have to commit to the actions and the action steps have to start with a solid plan a process or a strategy to follow through with that plan, a way to track your progress, both from a result standpoint, but also from an effort standpoint, and then it has to be sustainable. Okay. So let's talk about building a nutrition strategy that's going to work for you long-term. Okay. Now this all comes down to where are you currently starting? All right. So I'm going to start with the very basics and I'm going to progress on. And this is probably going to be a review for a lot of you guys out there, but it's the reason why people fail to commit. And if you're rushing to get to the last pieces, it's also why you're often having a hard time committing. Okay. The first thing you have to commit to is making sure that you have built a solid foundation. 
okay? And this is where this can start right now. You don't have to wait until January 1st. If you want to start losing fat in the new year, you should be building the foundation or ensuring that the foundation is set right now. What does a solid foundation look like? Understanding what healthy eating is, okay? Healthy eating isn't just eating a clean diet and saying no to cookies and candy. Healthy eating isn't tracking your macros 24-7. Healthy eating isn't, you know, avoiding food groups or fasting, okay? Healthy eating is finding a balance between knowing what good food quality is, knowing portion control, and knowing how to be flexible with those things to incorporate some things that are maybe just there because you enjoy them, aka Thanksgiving is in two days and you want to have a slice of pie. Like, that is healthy eating, okay? Now, that solid foundation should also be built with like things like meal structure in place. You should be eating routinely throughout the day, breakfast, lunch, dinner, maybe one or two snacks. Like this is the solid foundation that you need to have in order to commit to a long-term process. So your first action step, if you want to be able to commit to a nutrition plan, is understanding the foundation. And you have to, once again, stop focusing on the end goal and start focusing on the action. Do you have a solid foundation of nutrition? And if you don't, DM me because I have my Fat Loss Frameworks Jumpstart. Um, All of the modules are built out. And as part of my Black Friday bundle, you guys are getting access to this where I talk about the foundation. And this is a huge component. All right. So this is the number one thing you guys need. You have to have a solid foundation. Okay. Now that you've got the solid foundation, you have to understand what matters most for you to be able to achieve long-term fasting fat loss. And that comes down to understanding what are your calorie needs? How many calories does your body need? Now, a lot of people, when they are trying to lose fat, they don't really ever know how to optimize calories. They always focus on, I want to lose weight, and they drop right into a deficit. But their deficit might have actually been way bigger than they actually needed to. And it's why they often stall out, they get burnt out, the effort's too much, and they can't maintain long-term, okay? So if you want to really control your results and you want to go into the new year feeling really good, it's a good idea to have a good understanding of how many calories your body is maintaining on. Now, what people do wrong is they think that this requires this like perfectionism, this like, you know, this freaking spot on calculation every single day that they have to be so dialed in. The reality is, you know, your body is going to burn a little bit different calories from day to day. You just want to, you want to be in a good ballpark figure, you know? So if right now you're maintaining your weight on like 15 to 1600 calories and you want to lose weight, you're ideally not optimized for fat loss. You likely need to be building your calories up a little bit and getting you feeling a little bit more I'm going to be honest, your energy levels are going to come up. Your digestion is going to be better. You're likely going to feel more motivated. Your workouts are going to feel better. So we want to start by building up your calorie intake. And again, great time of year to be doing that because food tends to be a little bit higher in calories this time of year. You don't have to be a perfectionist when you're rebuilding your calories. You just have to have an idea. You've got the solid foundation. I also should you know, point in on this is we're not just filling those calories with a bunch of with a bunch of quote unquote crap foods, right? Like we're not thinking about, oh, I can eat 2,500 calories so I can afford these, you know, three slices of pizza for lunch. Occasionally, yeah, have the pizza, but we're looking at high quality foods as well, okay? So you've got your foundation, you know how to optimize your calories for maintenance, okay? 
I don't even really want to go into macros because I honestly think that macronutrients aren't as essential for people that have a fat loss goal as their ability to live in ranges and getting in enough protein and being able to sustain that long-term. I think that getting into macro perfection can actually lead to burnout and it honestly doesn't really produce as good of results because then people aren't so intuitive and they end up kind of, like I said, just, they just don't say committed long enough, but I think that living in macro ranges is good. Ideally, what I'm looking at is a person's diet should be somewhere between like 35 and 45% carbs, 20 and 30% fats, and then protein obviously being around body weight. So we're just looking to kind of dial in those ratios a little bit. Not a lot of perfection right now. We're just laying the foundation. We don't need to be thinking so much about, you know, how spot on we are, but we just want to make sure we're in a ballpark figure. Okay. That's how we kind of build the foundation and set you up for success. So committing to taking action on those types of things now is going to set you up for success in your fat loss phase, because those things don't really take a whole bunch of effort. Um, it might take a little bit of effort. Maybe if you are somebody that does eat out a lot and you're starting to learn how to cook at home more and things like that. But again, part of my fat loss frameworks courses, I do have a lot of uh, resources to help you guys, um, ensure that you're making it simple for yourself. Okay. But now we're going to talk about the nutrition plan for fat loss. If you've got the solid foundation laid, you're optimized at maintenance, likely you're feeling really good and nutritional changes at this point are now simple. Okay. Now we're going to get a little bit more dialed in. When we think about a nutrition plan for fat loss, what I want you guys to realize is you want to think about ripping the bandaid off and this is where you want to go to work. Okay. So I always like to use workouts as analogies um, or training as analogies. Let's just say like you train most of the time, you're going to the gym, you're, you're doing the work, but you're never really pushing yourself. And now it's competition time and it's go time. And like, now you're going to like lay it all out there. You're putting all the pedals to the metal, all up there. You're putting your pedals to the metal and you're giving it all you got. Okay. It's the same thing with fat loss, but again, with fat loss, it's not going to be like one day. It's going to be probably like for 12 to 16 to 24 weeks. So we want to think about that effort being sustainable for that period of time. However, we want to be going all in on those things. So the best nutrition strategy for you to be able to lose fat long-term, keep it off is we're not changing the foundation. We're not changing any of that stuff. All that stuff stays the same. We're keeping all foods as part of the plan. We're eating an 80-20 diet. We're doing all these things. Now, all we're doing is adding precision. We're adding precision. We're going to start using a food scale to watch portion sizes. And we're going to start to get more precise and accurate on how much food we're consuming because now we want to be able to lose fat. And when it comes to fat loss, all we need to do is create a calorie deficit, right? So like now we've got control over that stuff. And then I think on the other side of, of this nutrition strategy is understanding how um, your daily movement and workouts and all that stuff is going to play a factor into your results and ensuring that you are taking the necessary steps outside of your nutrition to also maximize your ability to lose fat in those areas as well. So um, I should have probably put this as part of the foundation, but it just came up to my mind. It's like ensuring that like if you're sitting a lot throughout the day that you're making it uh, a point to like maybe get up and walk every couple of hours, um, you know, or you've, you know, planning to maybe walk after dinner time or after your meals, uh, you're thinking about like how often are you working out, uh, all that stuff matters. So that's really the main thing. So now that we're in the fat loss phase, we're thinking about, all right, I'm all in on this. Um, we're tracking progress. 
But again, this is where people go wrong. Okay. So like, you don't have to think about this being perfect. You know, you're going to have days where maybe you've eaten a little bit more and then there's going to be days where maybe you've eaten a little bit less. The goal, like I mentioned from the beginning is majority rules. We want to just kind of work to create that consistent calorie deficit, knowing that not every day has to be perfect. My best clients are the ones that do not operate on perfection. They are very aware that they have some days where they're a little bit more hungry and some days where they're not as hungry. And knowing how to navigate that stuff is how they be they, how they create the most success. Clients that go out to eat on a regular basis, maybe once or twice a week, get good results because they're they're allowing themselves to have some flexibility. So if you struggle to stay committed to your nutrition plan, I think the number one thing to ask yourself is what are you actually looking to get out of your nutrition plan? Because that's also likely why you're having a hard time staying committed to it. You know, it's why going to the gym is easy to commit to because you get more out of the gym than just how it affects your body. You know, you like so many other things. And so if the nutrition plan that you're following is miserable and you feel restricted and you feel like you can't enjoy food, then it likely isn't the right nutrition plan for you. And if you're looking to build a nutrition plan for yourself for the new year, it is not too late to take advantage of my Black Friday bundle, offering some sweet deals. Um, but also, I'm also offering guys the opportunity to go ahead and, and pay the deposit now and not start until the new year because I want you guys to start to be able to go through the modules, go through the materials, because that's I'm throwing in the fat loss frameworks as a bonus. Um, and to be able to really build the foundation that's going to set you up for success in the new year. So uh, that's what I got today, guys. Happy Thanksgiving. I see a couple comments here that I want to just kind of come over and say hi. What is up, Damien? So happy to see you. Damien, I have to tell you, your girl, she's crushing it. And I cannot wait to work with her. I'm so excited that she's going to be signing up. Um, Megan, I have lost 30 pounds since the start of this year, but I'm honestly burned out. So your words are hitting home this morning. Megan, I would love to just tell you right now. It's so funny. I just made this post in my Facebook group today. Um, is that like, sometimes it's okay to take a step back. And so if you've lost 30 pounds since new year, since, or since May, it might be time for you to do what's called a calorie rebuild and really learn how to, you know, just eat at maintenance for a little while. Your body's going to thank you. Your brain is going to thank you. And you're likely going to be able to lose the remainder of the weight that you want to lose so much better. So, um, but you should be super proud of yourself. 30 pounds is a lot of weight. In fact, if you actually think about what 30 pounds looks like on the scale, this is going to be disgusting. All right. If y'all have ever trimmed chicken, think about how much fat you trim off the chicken breast, right? Or, or chicken thighs. Like imagine adding all that on a scale. That's 30 pounds. It's crazy, right? So yeah, Damien, I'm super stoked. She's been an amazing person to work with. Um, I think she's going to be very, very successful. Um, but that's what I got, guys. Um, I hope you guys all have an amazing Thanksgiving. If you guys need me, you know where to find me. And I, I want to apologize for my rambling in the beginning, but I also don't because I do like to share a little bit about what I'm going through, not because it's like a, oh, woe is me, but like, I want you guys to understand that like, even the most successful people in the world you might look up to, um, also still struggle. And mentally, there's a lot of things that go on up here that sometimes make us second guess ourselves. So just got to keep on keeping on. So happy Thanksgiving. I'll talk to y'all soon.